Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Normally, I wouldn't bust in with an episode to comment on a few things here regarding my talk at the Talawanda City School Board meeting in Oxford, Ohio, by the way, which is also the location of Miami University. And Miami University is where I went to school for my bachelor's degree in health education, and I graduated in 2004. Now, what I just said is time taken away from anybody talking at a school board meeting. Because when you talk at a school board meeting, your time is precious. So here's why I'm getting on here. And I'm not mad. I'm just getting on here because I want people to understand a few things. Number one, I'm sorely disappointed in people's internet skills. Their internet skills are remarkably poor. For those of you that have been listening to this podcast, and I would consider you my loyal audience, God bless each and every one of you. You know who you are. You've been here since the start. Maybe you joined me sometime in the winter or spring of, uh, of, of, of this past year, but I've been doing this since October, and I've laid my credentials out over the course of multiple episodes before. So I'm going to lay them out right here, right now, so that everybody knows who I am and where I come from. For the love of God. First of all, I do not have a PhD from Oxford. So when I walked up and I said, PhD, Oxford, you have to introduce yourself to get, the, uh, to get people's attention. All of this was calculated, by the way, and I'm going to go through it very quickly as best I can. You have to then say your name, of course, and because, again, people introduce themselves with their credentials. If you don't know that that happens, I'm sorry, you're not paying attention. These are one of the things that happens. The guy who spoke before me was a pediatrician. He said, Dr. So-and-so-and-so, I'm a pediatrician in town, and I've been doing this for X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. He, 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 said, he said his intro. I said mine. He also ended up also saying where his practice, where his medical practice is in town. He gave the entire address. Everybody there knows that we were in Oxford. Okay, Oxford, Ohio, it's a town. Look it up on a map. It's, it's called a map. Those exist. That's number one. Number two, again, when I said Oxford, I don't know how in the hell anybody would confuse the fact that I, didn't, I don't have a PhD in medicine from Oxford from Oxford University in England. I mean, holy hell. No. No, I don't. Tommy Robinson on Gab. I'm not making this up. He said, or whoever controls his social media, said that, doc, it said Dr. Sean M. Brooks, MD, medical doctor, internal medicine specialist of over 23 years. I mean, what the hell? Do people, do people not read? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm asking this with a huge smile on my face. Are they incapable of reading? Let me explain how a dissertation works as briefly as I can. In fact, I'm just going to give you the first page. When, when a person writes a dissertation for a PhD, which is what I have done in education, is that on the very first page, your credentials are right there. All three of your degrees and the location of all of those degrees. 
the university, you name it. It's all right there. My dissertation is free on the internet. Anybody can look it up. Just type in Dr. Sean M. Brooks or Sean Brooks, PhD, dissertation, and it will pop up. See, this right here is also the failure of American schools, is they don't teach people how to search things properly, and that if certain words don't work, then we need to pick different words, and then we need to eliminate this because that's not true, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, again, no disrespect, but even Kate da Daly, Kate Daly on the Kate Daly Show, nice woman. I like her. I'd love to talk with her. Nice woman. She, she, she openly, she played my clip, said he's saying what needs to be said. She supported what I said. That's great. She, she said, PhD Oxford. Wow, isn't that impressive? No. <laughs> First of all, I don't think it's that impressive. Second of all, I don't have a PhD from Oxford. My bachelor's degree is in health education from Miami University, where I was training to be a school teacher. I graduated from there. I graduated from high school at the age of 17, and I took classes early at Miami University. I graduated from Miami University, and I moved down to Southwest Florida. I taught in Southwest Florida for nine years. I taught math, science, health education, anatomy, and physiology. I taught math, science, and health education, grades 6 through 12. I taught Health Education, Anatomy, and Physiology, grades 9 through 12. That's, that's, my, that's my formal K-12 teaching, teaching career. I left there after being a whistleblower because they were abusing children and sexually grooming them. Teachers were doing this on camera, and they were all covering it up, including the administration and other individuals up through the district. I blew the whistle on all of them. I had two state departments of education come after me for doing that. If you don't understand corruption, I can't help you. Because that's corruption. That's what they do. They falsify reports, they falsify investigations, and they smear you and they try to destroy you. That's it. So, I then moved to Ohio, sold everything I had, moved to Ohio, back to Oxford, Ohio, where Miami University is, where I was offered a job as an adjunct professor to supervise student teachers and engage in seminars and lecture a little bit part-time. I did that. I'd always lectured at Miami University part-time off the books just as a guest speaker since 2008, but I had never been a paid employee by Miami University until 2014. In the spring of 2014, I stopped being an adjunct professor because their entire health education department ceased to exist. The entire certification area ceased to exist. And so I couldn't do that anymore because I was certified, quote unquote, in teacher education. And I was, or I was certified in health education, which means, unfortunately, at that institution, and it's different everywhere, you can't supervise student teachers nor be an adjunct unless you have uh, state-mandated K-12 teacher certification. I've been over the fallacy of the certification uh, in, in the field of education for a very long time. Again, I've been over it in my podcast episodes on countless occasions. Here's the thing. I've never once ever, and the listeners of my podcast know this, I've never once called myself an expert. I don't think anybody's an expert at anything. The only expert that exists is God. That's it. No one else is an expert at anything. You may know a lot about a subject, like I do. You may be remarkably unique, as I am, because we're all unique. 
And you may have lots of different skills at, at hand that, that you can bring to bear, like literacy, which I am. These are the kinds of things that matter. That matters. And this right here, again, <clears throat> in my opinion, is the bigger problem with what's going on in America. What's going on is, is that even people who claim to be on the same side are getting huge mistakes made regarding credentials. And they're getting huge mistakes made regarding people's opinions or what they read. You don't know what I read. The people who the people who listen to this podcast know exactly what I read and they know my stances on things. And I take it to the next level because that's where it has to go. I said back in late winter, early spring, that I'm not going to talk about critical race theory anymore because that's not really what it's called. It's really called critical theory. I mean, I've gone through this. I've, I've, I've gone through the entire history, and I'm not going to go back in time over and over and over again just so somebody learns something new um, based on something that I've already said. I, I, I can't keep doing that because every episode will be exactly the same. The point is this. I ended up getting my ma I, I got I earned my master's degree when I was a school teacher in Florida from Walden University. If you don't know what Walden University is, Walden University is a primarily black university. It is global. So all this screaming and yelling about diversity, diversity, diversity. Ladies and gentlemen, it can't get more diverse than a global university, which by the way, I've been over that countless times on my podcast, in books I've written. Online universities are where it's at right now. It's where it's, it, they've always been ahead of the curve. And no, they are not diploma factories. I entered Walden University in my course of study for a PhD in education with a specialization in learning instruction and innovation with approximately 12 to 15 to maybe 18 people. When I graduated, there were two of us left. Two. And I graduated first. Not that that matters, because it doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is, and it doesn't matter where you get your, where you get your degree. Is it accredited so that you could use it some other place? Yeah, that matters. And it is. And I am accredited. That's number one. Number two, what did you learn when you were there? Is anybody going to know that? Of course not. Of course they're not going to know that. Walk a, walk a mile in a man's shoes. They're never going to know that. Number three, how are you going to use that degree? What exactly are you going to do with your new found knowledge base and all of the different things that you are reading and writing about and watching and listening to and going and speaking and hearing and this and that? What are you going to do with it? That's what matters. If a person gets hung up on letters after a person's name or before a person's name or the name of the sign on the door outside of the institution, I'm here to tell you, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Now, the listeners of this audience agree with me. I know you do. I know that you do. We're on the same wavelength. But to the people out there that are still criticizing... That kind of stuff that goes on, my God, you can't be helped. You just can't. I'm so sorry. I, I, I just, you know, I, I feel sorry for them. I truly do. 
They're never going to see the forest for the trees. And yes, if a tree falls in the forest and you weren't there to hear it, it did make a sound. It did. It made a sound, and it probably bumped into a bunch of other trees and maybe broke a few branches along the way. That's, that's what happens. That's what happens. So pay attention to the bigger picture, please. Just pay attention to the bigger picture. I'm not a medical doctor. I didn't say I practice medicine. I said I have at least 48 publications to my name, including 23 books. That's true. Eight or nine of my books are in my pen name, my actual name, rather. They're in my actual name. Other ones are anonymous. They're on my website. You can check them out. I compiled them. I've been compiling information on the internet in a timeline that's been going on since last March in 2020 because I saw what was coming and I started keeping track of it for historic purposes because when I die, someone's going to come across it and go, what happened in 2020? What in the hell was that all about? And I've kept track of that on a day-in and day-out basis for over 365 days in a book series titled The Storm. Some of them are available on Amazon if you're interested. Most of them got deleted by Amazon because they don't like the truth. And if you don't know that, you can't be helped. That's why they're all available on PDF on my website. Check them out if you're interested. That's all. I'm literate, ladies and gentlemen. We're all literate. Don't question a parent who comes up or, a, or an American who comes up or anybody. I'm not married. I'm not a parent. I don't have to be. I'm an American, and I give a shit, and I give a damn, and I see these trends. I see them all. Now, to quickly review, when I said teachers are going to die, they already have. I know you haven't paid attention to that if you've never listened to this podcast, but if you've listened to this podcast, you know that because we've covered those stories. Schools in New Hampshire in the spring closed down countless school districts because their teachers all lined up to get the jabs. And then they got real ill after getting the jabs. And they couldn't staff their buildings, and they had to close. That was just when they first put the poison in their bodies. What do you think is going to happen when cold and flu season rolls around and that poison works its way all the way through them if they're not already dead, and it works their way through them and weakens their immune system as it's been proven to do and show? What do you think is going to happen to them? You think they're going to keep showing up to work? These are simple dots to connect, ladies and gentlemen. It's not brain surgery. It's not. Simple dots. It's happening in countless professions. Why do you think Gavin Newsom mandated that all school teachers in the state of California get the jabs? Don't believe me? Look it up. Use your, use your larger than first grade search skills on the internet and look it up. It's true. That happened. Now, if anybody doubts anything I said medically, I'll simply say this. Today, on Telegram, Dr. Mike Yeadon, along with Rob, uh, Robin Monty, if I'm saying her last name correctly, or his, said the following about my statement at the Talawanda City School Board meeting in Oxford, Ohio. And by the way, they have it listed here correctly. Dr. Sean Brooks, Ph.D., and then it says at the bottom, they will fall ill and they will die. Dr. Sean Brooks, Ph.D. from Oxford, Ohio, speaks. Yes, see, there you go. That's where I live. And I went to high school there. That's my old high school. 
It's a different building. It's a different address, but it's the same name. And I knew some of the board members because they were old fossils when I was in high school. They're still there, still old fossils stuck to the desk. You can't, I mean, you need a, I don't know what the tool is, a husker. You need one of those big knives to cut out, you know, the scallops from the bottom of the ocean to get them off of these board, uh, these, these school boards. They're that bad. They're that bad. But I was going back to my old high school to give them hell and to tell them what was going on. Have you ever gone back to your old high school and given them hell? I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Now, it says this, and Mike Eden said this, quote, a shocking four minutes of dire warnings about the future fate of the vaccinated. Worth remembering this because it's one pl possible, even plausible path. Best wishes, best wishes, Dr. Mike Eden. Do you understand here? Lots of people jumped on the clip and used it for themselves, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Now, as far as Robert Malone is concerned, I wanted to mention this too. Dr. Robert Malone, in my professional opinion, and I have an opinion because we all do, I think Dr. Robert Malone is soft. I think he's soft. I heard a clip of him on Tucker, and he was asking, he was being asked by Tucker on Fox News, all of them controlled to some extent. Please keep that in mind. I don't watch Fox News, it's an abomination. They're traitors to our country. You've got to understand that. They were in on the election. I'm not going to go over that right now, but if you've been paying attention, you know that that's true. He, he, Tucker got real soft, and well, we just wanted to have him on, you know, because we're fair here, and we just wanted to have him on. And Malone gets on there, and he, and he starts talking about messenger RNA. And he starts saying things, but he's just all, he's saying this very same slick lines that they're all saying well we can't get a hold of things and we, we we're not we're not you know we can't study things and, and we're not getting the information and we're not able to get our hands on the actual this or the actual that and you know it's it's dangerous for many yes teenagers in particular but you know the uh the, the super elderly it's kind of okay and you know this that and the other i'm sorry dr malone is is he's soft he's soft in my professional opinion i've heard yeadon yell and get louder, kind of like me. I think I lean more toward him. I listen to the five docs on Rumble. Critically Thinking is the channel. Tenpenny, Northrop, XYZ. I listen to them. I take in their information. Any human can do that. And then arrive at your own objective analysis. So that's the point. I, I said... I said the thing that I said about Malone because I've heard Malone say that these are dangerous. I've heard him say that. Now, yes, that came out, <laughs> that was me coming out saying no one should ever take them ever. Why? Because you don't put poison in your body. The fact that we have to say that in America and in an American school board meeting is an abomination. Think about that. The same environment where we were told, don't do drugs, don't believe peer pressure, and certainly don't believe peer pressure and take drugs from strangers. Remember all that when we were growing up? Funny how none of that matters anymore. Funny how all that's gone. That's the point. That's the point that I was making. Don't put poison in your body. There are lots of doctors out there that have said, don't put poison in your body. You'll die. People are dying from this. Why would you want to roll the dice? Why would you want to play Russian roulette like that? What's wrong with you? Don't do that. Don't do that. And don't do it for children. 
That's why. That's all. Pretty straightforward. The people who have listened to my podcast know that I planned this out and it was calculated well in advance. Well in advance. Weeks and weeks ago, I said I was going to do this. Well, maybe not weeks and weeks, but it was something like that. And I told people what I was going to do and why I was going to do it. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I love, I love though, how people, you know, countless parents, including one excellent parent I might add, who, who spoke, who I've mentioned on the podcast, but they, show, they were at the same board meeting and they showed up and they went through the law with that, with that school board saying that they're breaking the law, that they're committing felonies now because they're practicing medicine with the mask and based on Ohio law, the mask is a medical device and they can't do that legally. She went through the felonies with them. Does anybody scream and yell at her and ask her if she's a lawyer? No, she's literate, she's an American, and she gives a damn. It's that simple. It's that simple. All you have to do is care. I've been standing up for children that are not my own my entire career. Most of my life, frankly, but my entire career, and I'm going to continue to do it. So I make no apologies about what I said I think it's awful that even people who claim to be good attack the positive message. We know that happens. I understand that. I'm not new to this game. I get it. I fully get it. I fully understand. But where I take exception is when you start insulting other people. When people go after individuals who have a degree from an online institution, ladies and gentlemen, Northwestern University in Illinois is an online institution. Did you not know that? Purdue University is an online institution. Did you not know that? There are quote-unquote, if you care about names, big-name institutions that are all online for masters and PhDs. And no, I'm not like Jill Biden either. (laughs) Jill Biden, Jill, that uh, pedo-apologist, has a EDD. Big difference between an EDD and a PhD, but I've covered that on my podcast, so if you don't already know that, you know, either start listening or go look it up yourself. Point is, is that I've been over this before. So, please don't insult the hardworking men and women who work very hard to advance themselves in their own mind, in their own career, and their own families by learning in an online environment where there is silence, their own mind, books around them, and they can breathe and let their mind just move from one space to another and in and out and dip and dive and groove and flow. That's what online education does for most of us. You wouldn't catch me dead in a brick-and-mortar classroom learning from a PhD. That's why I did it online, because I know more than they do. Because I'm smarter than a lot of them. Because most of them are Marxists now. And if you don't know that these institutions are crumbling because of Marxism, and you don't know that online institutions are the way forward, you're going to get left behind. Just like the people who are still grasping at the brick-and-mortar institutions of K-12 education. They're still holding on to it as if it can hold together. Dr. Robin McCutcheon taught me a great lesson, and she was 100% right. She said, Sean, maybe the whole thing just has to crumble. 
And she was 100% right because it's happening. It's happening now. And people are fleeing. They're homeschooling. They're learning online. They're living their lives. And they're laughing. They're laughing at the people that are still showing up to American K-12 schools in these brick-and-mortar institutions that are abusing children. Are they all doing it? No. There are some private schools around there that are not playing these games. They know the truth. They know what's going on. And they're shielding their parents and their students from the chaos. As they should, that's their job. But unfortunately, too many ate the blue pill. Too many ate the blue pill. So, if you're interested in other publications, let's see. Hmm, I published in the Journal of Ethnographic and Qualitative Research. You can look that up if you're interested. Um, a lot of my other publications were editorial in nature. I wrote for um, American Thinker last year. And then American Thinker just kind of got weird after the whole Dominion thing. And I left them, and I thought, nope, they're not forward-thinking anymore, so I'm going to start my own substack. And if you want to do something right, you do it yourself. So that's why I have a substack, The American Classroom. Yes, I make predictions. I do that thing called predictions because they have to be made. It's important to do. We have to make predictions because that's the scientific method. The scientific method requires that. And for those of us that are formally trained in quantitative and qualitative reasoning and analysis, you have to make predictions. You have to take evidence and then say, we'd better look at this in the future. This is probably going to happen. We need to start looking at this. I'm going to say this is probably going to happen if this doesn't get fixed. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. That's, that's the point. comes with a territory. And if you don't have the stones for the territory, hit the bricks. Get out of here. So again, I love the audience. I love you to death. You're the best. You're the absolute best. You know exactly where I come from. You know my credentials. You know what I've done. And you're sticking with me, and I appreciate that. And uh, I'm, I'm sticking with you because we got work to do. There's work to do here. And we're not done. This war isn't over, ladies and gentlemen. We are neck deep. And we, and we need to get mad. We need to get mad. I, lo I love the Dr. Shiva clip where he's just screaming. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not scared, I'm angry. I'm not scared, I'm angry. And you'd better get angry. So, there you go. Let's get mad at them eggs, Luke. I'll catch you on Monday. God bless each and every one of you. Take care. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless. <laughs>